Hey there, this is episode 13 of the Balance 5 podcast. Four ways to be intentional with your money. Welcome to the Balance 5 podcast, where we talk about balancing intentional debt payoff, saving money, and actually living your life. I'm your host, Ray Leah, small business owner, wife, girl mom, nonprofit co founder, and money nerd. This is an audio version of the Balanced 5 blog because I know how hard it is to find time to sit down and read literally anything. Instead, you can get quick bits of money knowledge on the go. I want to help you learn to control your money instead of letting your money control you. Let's get started. To move forward with your big goals, you must be intentional about your money every single day. Debt payoff, emergency savings, retirement planning, education costs, these things all require you to focus. Here's a little quote for you. Although intentionality is a technical term in philosophy, it stands for something familiar to us all, a characteristic feature of our mental states and experiences, especially evident in what we commonly call our conscience or aware. And that is from The Theory of Intentionality by McIntyre and Woodruff Smith. The source for that is in the show notes if you're interested. So the first way to be intentional with your money is by tracking your spending. If you've listened to other episodes, you know I'm a big fan of tracking your spending and budgeting. And this comes into play once again. I am a firm believer in analyzing your habits and routines to find your problems. Then you can find your solutions. When it comes to your money, that means you need to track your spending. You need to know where your money has gone before you can tell it where to go. Tracking your expenses is step one of the financial security steps. Um, You can get a link to that podcast and blog post in the show notes. But, and it will talk you through more details on this process. For now, what you need to know is that tracking your expenses can be as simple as using a paper checkbook register, like our grandparents, maybe parents did, or as complex as designing your own Excel spreadsheet. The easiest way for me is to use a software program with a cell phone app. I am personally currently using every dollar from the Ramsey network, but Mint and You Need a Budget or YNAB are also great options. It doesn't really matter how you track your spending. It's more important that you actually track it. I guarantee that your untracked spending is higher than you realize, especially in categories that have many small purchases. I'm always shocked that $5 at a time adds up to $300 so quickly and without me really even noticing. The second way to be intentional with your money is to review and analyze your spending. So obviously you have to track your spending first and then you go into this step. Go through your categorized transactions and evaluate. One, is this necessary? Two, is this the most affordable option? Three, can I hit pause on this expense until I meet my goal? Or four, is this a want or a need? Seriously, is this a want? There's so many things that you consider needs that are really wants. And you need to be honest with yourself as you start this process. 
obviously, you need to spend money on the basics. Housing, food, transportation, utilities. You don't, however, need a 3,000 square foot house and a Mercedes. It's entirely possible to live happily and comfortably in a smaller home with a beater car. It may not be ideal or even your first choice, but sometimes sacrifices are needed to meet your big goals. Debt freedom should absolutely be one of those big goals for you. Pay extra attention to subscriptions and recurring charges. Consider canceling cable and subscribing to just one streaming service or canceling a few of your streaming services if you don't have cable and sticking with one service. Uh, You can cancel your gym membership that you never use. Lower your grocery spending by just 10% one month and then try to lower it more later. Combine errands to save on gas for your, your car. Resolve to buy clothing on sale or secondhand only except for undergarments and maybe socks, of course. Change your cell phone plan or provider to find a lower rate. Call your internet provider and see if you can get a lower rate. Sometimes they have um, unadvertised deals and you just need to ask. Once you have saved up your mini emergency fund from Financial Security Step 2A, and the podcast and blog post for that are linked in the show notes too, Um, You can raise your auto and homeowner's insurance deductibles to save on the monthly premium. Obviously, you don't want your deductible to be, you know, $5,000 when you only have $2,000 saved in your emergency fund, your mini emergency fund. But you can raise your deductible a little bit beyond just $500 to have a lower monthly premium. Just be smart about that. There are so many ways to save money, but the most effective and long-lasting ones are going to be the ones that you intentionally choose and stick with. You can't make all these changes at once. You'll end up discouraged and unmotivated and probably overwhelmed. I recommend focusing on one area at a time or one goal at a time. When that savings method becomes a habit, move on to the next If you need more directed help, you can check out the free Frugal Year Challenge. It is a course that's free for 2021, uh, and next year it will become a charged product. But it goes through one area of frugality each month so that you have time to implement the changes and really focus on making those habits versus, you know, just a short-term challenge. When you want to pay off debt but just don't know where to start, I've got your back. The Debt Payoff Planner is a free, downloadable guide that will walk you through three easy, actionable steps to create a customized debt payoff plan. You'll gather all of your debt information, choose a payoff method that works for your life, and create a plan that includes monthly payment amounts. Go to balancedfi.com slash debtpayoffplanner to download now. The third way to be intentional with your money is to make big money goals. Some people like to set financial goals for a year, for five years, for 20 years. The time frame is less important than the goal setting itself. Make sure your goal is smart, specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. And that's a pretty common acronym, so you can Google that if you want more guidance. Um, I haven't been big on goal setting until recently, but I definitely did this for 2021. I wanted to stay motivated this year while we pay down our debt, and a big goal is the perfect way to do that. 
So some recommendations are to set goals for this year, the next three to five years, the next 10 to 15 years, and for retirement. So what are my goals? These are just some examples that might help you get started. This year, my goal at the beginning of the year was to pay off $24,000 in debt. Um, I don't know if we're going to meet that goal because my bookkeeping business hasn't been as busy as it was last year during COVID. And I've been putting a lot of money from that business into my blog and podcast. So that's less money going towards debt payoff. So we'll see, but we are still making progress. It just might not be that much progress. In the next three to five years, my goal is to pay off all of our debt except the mortgage and increase retirement savings. And then the next 10 to 15 years is to save for my older daughter's medical expenses and finish paying off the mortgage. The retirement goal is to actually get to 15% retirement savings between my husband and myself. Right now, he is contributing through his work 401k and I'm putting a little bit into a Roth IRA since I'm self-employed. Uh, as my business grows, I do definitely want to invest more in my own retirement, but he is, you know, my retirement fund right now. Uh, for retirement planning, I really like Chris Hogan's RIQ. It's the Retire Inspired Quotient. You go to this link, it'll be in the show notes, and input some information about your current retirement savings, your expected retirement spending, and how many years you have until you retire. The website then tells you how much you need to have saved for retirement, as well as how much your current savings should grow, and that'll give you a great idea of where you stand financially right now. Uh, I do want to put a little disclaimer in there. If you are younger than, say, 50, and it shows that you're behind on retirement savings, you definitely have time. Um, it might it might be hard, and it might take a lot of sacrifices and, you know, changing your job or changing your big expenses, like maybe downsizing your house. But you have time if you're younger than 50. Um, if you're over 50, you really, really need to buckle down and get serious about retirement savings. And the fourth way to be intentional with your money is to create a budget. Uh, this is financial security step number six. It'll be linked in the show notes too, so you can listen to that podcast episode or read the blog post for more details. But a budget allows you to control your money. You're the boss, but you need to have a plan. And really, a budget is just a money plan. It is not a restriction on your spending or a way to control your behavior. It's a plan that allows you to stay intentional about your money and move towards your goals. Budgeting and reviewing your budget frequently will keep you focused. You'll definitely blow your budget and spend more than you should in some categories. Honestly, more than once. Probably every month something will be over. Crises will happen and you'll lose focus. Honestly, your spending will rarely be perfect in relation to your budget. And that's why you need to build some flexibility into there. Every month, I adjust my budget as we spend. I move funds from the miscellaneous category or a category that we are not going to spend as much in to the categories that are overspent. 
For example, last month we went over in the gas and diesel category and we were under in groceries. So I just moved funds between the two categories to balance our budget. I'm not actually moving money between bank accounts, although I do do that in order to save for recurring expenses. And if you want to learn more about that method, you can go listen to the podcast episode or the read the book read the blog post um, for financial security step number three, save for annual and monthly expenses. Um, That actually does involve moving money between accounts, but that is really just a way to save to spend. Uh, When it comes to budgeting, I'm just recategorizing things in our budget using my chosen budget app. Now, why should you be intentional about your money? Intentionality means thinking through your money moves rather than constantly reacting to the situation. Living a financial life without a plan will lead to frivolous spending, accumulating debt, and limited savings. Trust me, I know. Before we had kids, my husband and I both worked full-time. We had normal expenses like a mortgage, car payment, and living expenses, but we still didn't really save enough for the future. We (laughs) didn't really think about it. We spent what we wanted and didn't really pay attention because we had enough to get by. When our oldest daughter was born, uh, she was diagnosed with spina bifida prenatally and then had other medical costs and craziness spring up after her birth. That made us realize how precarious our situation was. Thanks to fundraisers held by both of our families, we were able to spend three months over 2,000 miles from home neither of us working, to ensure that my daughter was able to get the proper medical care she needed both before and after her birth. After she was born, I had to quit my job to care for her because there was nobody who could do that locally. No daycare would take her. And I anticipate that I'm going to need to do that for the foreseeable future. I really don't see any way I'm going to be able to hold down a regular, you know, nine to five job because she requires so much flexibility on my part. For example, in the first year of my daughter's life, she spent 11 days in the NICU, the neonatal intensive care unit. She had three major surgeries. She was hospitalized two more times. She attended multiple therapies every single week, and she was life-flighted out of state three different times for medical emergencies. She received multiple new diagnoses and accumulated new specialist doctors. All of those stressors consumed our lives. Unfortunately, that also meant that we were not focused on our finances either, and that's okay. We spent years in survival mode. And our finances suffered as a result of that. But our daughter's flourishing now. She's still okay. And that's the important thing. Ironically, it was the birth of our second daughter that jump-started our money revitalization. When we should have been overwhelmed and stressed with a newborn in the household too, everything just felt manageable. And I was finally able to really focus. It still took nearly a year until we started to make some financial progress. Of course, then COVID hit too, so that made things interesting as well. But since getting really serious about our finances, budgeting, tracking, and planning, we paid off over $19,000 in debt in just nine months. 
That's what intentionality can do for you. How did I get intentional about my money? Honestly, I followed the steps I've outlined in the financial security steps. Uh, We are still, my family is still working on step seven, pay off debt. Uh, And I came up with this series because this is what we have done and will do. So just to run through them again, I'm sure you probably have heard of this list if you've listened to every podcast episode, but you can never hear it too many times. And there will be links to everything in the show notes if you want to read more. So the financial security steps are one, track your expenses. Two, uh, for save a mini emergency fund and begin saving for retirement. Three, save for recurring expenses. Four, calculate your net worth. Five, create a debt payoff plan. Six, create a budget. Seven, pay off debt. Eight, create a six-month expense emergency fund. Nine, increase retirement contributions. And 10, choose your next financial goal, like more emergency savings, more retirement contributions, pay off your house, save for college. So obviously these are not the steps to financial independence, retire early. You're not going to become a multimillionaire following these steps without taking extra you know, steps and making bigger changes with your financial status. However, these steps are for financial security, not independence. These will help you breathe easier, sleep better at night, and not worry quite so much about money. Um, Another way I've improved our finances is by getting our grocery budget under control, mostly by meal planning. That took months to figure out. Uh, We have paid off our first four debts now, but that also took months and months. It is a long, slow process to achieve financial security, but it'll be worth it one day. To recap, the four easy ways to be intentional with your money are 1. Track your expenses. 2. Review and analyze your spending. 3. Make big money goals. And 4. Create a budget. What should you do next? Begin following the 10 financial security steps. Obviously, you can find the steps and read more about how to follow them on the blog or in the podcast episodes. Uh, You can check out the show notes for links to everything you need. There's a blog post and a podcast episode for each step, or there will be eventually when I get through all of them. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you enjoy the Balance 5 podcast, I'd be so grateful if you left us a review on iTunes or told a friend. As always, you can head to balancedfi.com to connect with me and stay in touch. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and Twitter at balancedfi. Until next time, stay intentional and look for balance.